Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one, one magical page of Talmud a day. And what a day is today. It's a bittersweet day. It's a day of departures and of triumphs. It's a day in which we bid farewell to the tractate that's been with us for the last couple of months. The first one we studied together, Tractate Brachot. To end it on a proper note, to send it off as it deserves, I want to read a sliver from today's page 63a. On a similar note, Bar Kapara taught, if the price of the merchandise has declined, jump and purchase from it. Yeah, solid advice. Great market 101. And where there is no man, there be a man. Where there is no one to fill a particular role, accept that role upon yourself. Abiah said, infer from this that where there is a man, there do not be a man. The Gemara asks, isn't Abiah's conclusion obvious? The Gemara explains, the statement is only necessary in case where there are two who are equal. Although you too are suited to fill that role, since another qualified person is already filling that role, allow him to succeed. Which struck me as this really beautiful reminder of a great way to approach, well, pretty much everything in life. Where there's no one around to do a certain job, you do that job. And if there is someone around who's qualified, there's no need to fight. Just let your friends succeed. I think it's this kind of approach, which is so wonderful and communal and down to earth, that makes the Talmud a, a particular delight. And I think it's also a good guide for what we're trying to do here on this show. The show is a reminder that even though the book is thick and contains many volumes, even though it is written in strange languages that most of us don't speak, even though the page itself has this shape that is sometimes kind of ominous looking, this is a book for all of us. This is a book that calls on all of us to just do the best that we can. This is a book that calls on all of us to just rise to the occasion, read the text, understand how it's relevant to us in our lives today, and then take that knowledge, take that insight, take that wisdom, and apply it wherever it needs to be applied to make everything about life just a little bit better. And because we're concluding the track day today, it gives me great pleasure to welcome back to the show, the show's producer, the man who really started it all, the man who said to me three days before the cycle of the reading of the Talmud began anew, hey man, you know we have to do this, right? Josh Cross, how are you doing? I would like to quote the inimitable Talmud scholar, Dora the Explorer. We did it! We did it! We did it! Yay! Lohisima! We did it! <laughs> Lohisimos! We did it! We finished a whole tractate. We finished a whole tractate. So, Josh, I wanted to talk to you because, uh, like I assume some of our listeners, when we embarked on this project... Uh, how many pages of Talmud had you read before we started this? I think I saw a photo of one. <laughs> Sometime in, a, in some exhibit in a museum. Uh, and so I would love to know, what, what did the last couple of months feel like? What, what, what are you taking away from this foray into daily learning of a Talmud page? What surprised you? What delighted you? What knowledge and insight do you have now that you never imagined you ever will have? First, it has greatly increased my ability to make fart jokes about elephants. But, of which a Talmud is surprisingly filled. But really, what's interesting is that regardless of what belief structure one comes from, regardless of how I've thought about the world, 
essentially what it's been for me is you have a bunch of guys, admittedly, and almost only guys, talking about things and ways to look at the world in a way that is not unlike me and a few friends kicking back a few beers and talking about things. And they were probably drinking too, but it's, it's, it's enough to have given the basis for what has become an entire system of thought. And it's a system of thought that even what I did for my bar mitzvah at a reform synagogue in central Jersey, it's all from the same thing. So it is a system of thought and perspective that was immediately relatable, even if it was one that didn't speak to me on the more spiritual side of things. On a functional level, it makes sense, and it also gives me new ways to consider the world. Tell me about those new ways, because I really think one thing that we're trying to achieve here, and and one reason to undertake this otherwise, you know, somewhat lunatic uh, undertaking of reading a page of a very dense uh, religious text every day for seven and a half years is really because, A, as you said, this belongs to everyone. This is everyone's Talmud. It's not just for religious people. It's not just for men. It's not just for Jews. It is a document that uh, gives wisdom and and purpose to the world. But second of all, it really does, I think, once you kind of get into its particular system uh, of thought, into its particular patterns and logic, it really does inspire you to think about the world a certain way and to look at the world a certain way. So tell me, was there an instance in the last two months in which you found yourself suddenly doing something, saying something, thinking something and then saying, oh, my God, I mean, I'm, I'm actually being Talmudic right now. I'm actually influenced by this. Let me preface this by saying I'm not making this up for this conversation. This legitimately happened. Prior to connecting with you, I literally just had a phone conversation with a member of the Unorthodox Facebook group about why I banned them from the group and was letting them back in. And this was in the context of something that had gone on in a thread that made people uncomfortable. It's irrelevant. The point is, is that the entire conversation that she and I had was about how this is the way that I saw things and her saying, this is the way that I saw things. And then me getting her to acknowledge and me also understanding that we both didn't see the thing the same way, but it was still okay for us to coexist as long as we would both recognize that we both had the right to believe what we believed and still be together. And I think that, for me, is the foremost lesson of all of this. Is It's a bunch of people who disagree constantly, but still feel as one and treat each other as one. So here you were, and instead of getting into an altercation on Facebook, of all <laughs> places in the world, you thought to yourself, you know what? I have in front of me a manual that teaches me, you know, where there's no man, be a man, when there's already a person, um, give them the respect that they need, uh, a manual that teaches a person how to have respectful disagreements, a manual that uh, takes as its point of departure that dissent and uh, discussion and a very robust debate are the natural orders of being uh, and not you know, points of contention that needs to be ironed out. And and based on that knowledge, you just said, you know what? Let's each explore the other's argument. And like the Gemara itself, like the Talmud itself, leave everything unresolved except for mutual respect for one another. Amen to that. Josh Cross, thank you for everything you do on the show and off the show. And to our listeners, I want to say, let's take a moment together. Um, there is a tradition at the end of each tractate, to say a special blessing. May we return unto thee, he who beholds, and finished is the tractate 
ברכות. טרקטד ברכות, it's been a pleasure and we promise you, even though we have many more tractates and many more years ahead of us, we will return unto thee to enjoy your wisdom about, about what blessing to say, about what food stuff, about how to think of day and night, about the origins of gender, about the meaning of dreams, about the nature of sex, and about so much more. We will return unto thee. And to the rest of us, let us take a deep breath and jump right in to the second track date, Shabbat, starting this Monday. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoyed this show, please go rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly section of Reading Daf Yomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope you've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>